Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score on this Sunday afternoon at Petco Park. The Milwaukee Brewers won and the San Diego Padres nothing. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final totals in this one for Milwaukee. One run, four hits, one error. And for San Diego, no runs, five hits, and no errors. With the win, the Brewers improved to 11-5. Padres dropped below 500 to 8-9 with the defeat. And the Brewers take three of four from the Padres in this four-game series. Now the Padres will welcome in the Atlanta Braves, a team that won 100-plus games a year ago, although the Padres did take three of four from Atlanta uh, last week. Still, very tough test against the Atlanta Braves coming up Monday through Wednesday. And obviously a very disappointing day for the Padres on a day the Padres were trying to earn a series split against what's been a very hot Brewers team to begin the year. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll go down to the clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin, play back some of the highlights in just a little bit. I'll be honest, not a ton of highlights to play you here today, if we're being real. Uh, but we will recap this one. Excellent starting pitching, both from you, Darvish and Wade Miley. We told you about this veteran starting pitching matchup. And really, both guys held up their ends of the bargain, except that Miley was just a touch better than you, Darvish. And the one run that you, Darvish, allowed in this game came on a single. That single going to second base on a disengagement violation, which there seemed to be a little confusion over, and apparently Bob Melvin will explain it a little bit when we hear from him, so stay tuned for that. A stolen base and a sack fly. That was the only run scored in this game in the second inning, and we wondered in the pregame, we wondered in the postgame yesterday, could the Padres continue their offensive momentum from yesterday when they had 10 runs on 12 hits? Could they continue that? into today and they could not could not do that today no runs on five hits for the Padres the issues with runners in scoring position unfortunately reoccurred here today they were 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position left eight on base the best opportunity well I shouldn't say the best opportunity but the most dramatic opportunity the Padres had was in the ninth inning they load the bases against right-hander Devin Williams a very very good relief pitcher and Trent Grisham struck out looking with the bases loaded the Padres though and we'll get more into this they had really good scoring chances early in this game and wade miley's off to a great start they had opportunities against miley early runners on first and third nobody out in the first inning couldn't score a runner on third base one out in the second inning couldn't score and really from the second to the ninth inning Padres didn't have much going offensively, and that's uh, uh, where this game was lost here today. So we'll come back with some of the highlights, recap how this one went. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to get to. Again, the final score on this Sunday in this series finale against the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers won and the Padres nothing. More to come on the Padres Radio Network. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network on this Sunday afternoon here at Petco Park. The final score, the Milwaukee Brewers 1 and the San Diego Padres nothing. Sam Levitt with you here at Petco Park on this cloudy afternoon. Padres drop 3 of 4 in this four-game series against Milwaukee, losing on Thursday and Friday. A really big offensive performance yesterday and then losing 1 to nothing here today. Second time the Padres have been shut out this season and in fact they bookended the week getting shut out shut out on monday in new york and then shut out here today on this sunday against the milwaukee brewers again the final totals for milwaukee one run four hits one error they left on six and for san diego no runs five errors uh, excuse me no runs five hits no errors and they left on eight a lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Very interested to hear what Bob Melvin has to say after today's game. We'll also have the highlights for you in just a second. We will also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, give out our daily awards, and much, much more to come. But again, the big storylines here today, the Padres unable to muster up anything against Wade Miley, who was excellent in this game. You Darvish was nearly as good. I mean, you Darvish was really, really good in this game. He strikes out 12, and the Padres, unfortunately, had their best scoring opportunities early and late. Two runners on, nobody out first inning, had a runner on third base, one out second inning, could not score, and then the base is loaded with Trent Grisham at the plate in the ninth inning. So those are some of the details in this game, but let's take a more a whole look at this game as we take a listen back to some of the highlights from this one. A veteran starting pitching matchup today, you Darvish against Wade Miley. Darvish struck out the side in the first inning on just 10 pitches. Nothing in two on Telez, trying to strike out the side here in the first. Darvish deals and the pitch, swung on and missed strike three. Three straight swinging strikeouts to begin the day for you Darvish. First time in this series, the Brewers do not score in inning number one. Like I said, the Padres had a golden opportunity with runners on first and third and nobody out in the bottom half, but Miley retired Soto, Cruz, and Cronenworth to end the inning. Brewers got a run in the second. Garrett Mitchell hit a one-out single. He went to second base on a disengagement violation on Yu Darvish. We should hear more about that from Bob Melvin coming up. Mitchell then stole third. Brian Anderson was next. 3-2 to Anderson again, and the pitch is lined into left field. Soto over towards the line, gets there to make the catch. Mitchell tagging at third. He will come in and score. A sacrifice fly for Brian Anderson and a 1-0 Brewer lead in the second. Then both veteran starting pitchers settled in, and I mean really settled in. Darvish threw up zeros in the third, in the fourth inning. He worked around a leadoff single and a stolen base in the fifth. Worked around two singles in the sixth inning. 0-2 oh, to Anderson. Darvish, couple of looks back. Now the pitch. And a check swing on a ball down and in. They appeal. He went. And strikeout number 11 for you, Darvish. 
Matches his high from any game last year. You Darvish was rolling, striking out Brian Anderson to end the sixth inning. Darvish would come back out and put together a one, two, three, seventh inning, including his 12th strikeout of the day. Final line on you Darvish today, he was terrific. Seven innings, one earned run given up, four hits allowed. He walked two, struck out 12 on 100 pitches, 68 for strikes. The only problem, Wade Miley was just as good. He tossed a scoreless third, worked around a single in the fourth inning, and put up zeros in the fifth, sixth, and seventh inning. Wade Miley's final line, seven scoreless innings, four hits allowed, walk nobody, struck out eight on just 89 pitches. Stephen Wilson pitched a scoreless eighth inning out of the Padres bullpen. Then Peter Strezlecki came in in the bottom of the eighth inning. He retired the Padres one, two, three. We went to the ninth inning. The Brewers still leading by the score of just one to nothing. Josh Hader retired Mitchell, Anderson, and Terang in order, including a couple of strikeouts in a scoreless ninth inning. On to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Padres still trailing one nothing. Devin Williams, Josh Hader's replacement in the closer role in Milwaukee, took the mound trying to get his second save of the season. It did not start well. He walked Juan Soto, but then bounced back to strike out Nelson Cruz and strike out Jake Cronenworth. Two outs, Soto still on first base. A great at-bat from Hassan Kim, who lined a single into left field. There were runners on first and second with two men away. The tying run in scoring position, the winning run on first base. Austin Nola then put together another really good plate appearance. He nearly lined ball fair down the left field line. It was just foul. Came back to the plate, drew a walk. That loaded the bases. So the Padres trailed one nothing. The tying run 90 feet away. The winning run on second base. The base is loaded. The count went to three and two on Trent Grisham. Three and two. They will go. Here's the payoff pitch, and Trent takes at the top of the zone. Strike three called, and the ball game is over. Devin Williams, an adventurous ninth inning, but his third strikeout of the frame ends it, and the Brewers shut out the Padres by a final of one to nothing. An adventurous ninth inning for Devin Williams indeed. And looking at the replay of that Trent Grisham called strike three, it was a pitch in the strike zone. And the Padres lose this one by a final of one to nothing. Again, the final totals for Milwaukee. One run, four hits, one error. That was it. Padres, no runs, five hits, and no errors. Brewers with the win improved to 11-5. and five. Padres dropped to 8-9. and nine, And the Padres dropped three of four in this four-game series to Milwaukee. Let's hear post-game reaction from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. How tough is one like this, especially after such a good performance by Darvish and having a chance there in the ninth? Yeah, it's disappointing. Shoot, I mean, came game of inches, so... You know, Noah's ball down the line looked like it might be fair. Um, you know, anytime you get one nothing game like that where guys pitch like that, you know, every every little piece of it ends up being, you know, maybe worth a little bit more than in normal games, you know, in other games. Was Wade Miley one of those where if you don't get to him in those first few innings, he settles in? Well, I, he was really good about cutters in, change-ups away, and then when we were kind of aware of where the cutter was coming he threw some four seamers that were a little harder so he mixed it up really good give him credit shoot he didn't walk anybody struck out eight economical in eight in eight in excuse me seven innings he pitched well
Can we go through the disengagements and what, what yeah. do you think's happened? So, when he, the first time he stepped off, he stepped off at 12 and then got back on. And, and the rule states that you start the clock over again. So he wasn't sure if he had a dis, disengagement there. So once we got to two, I actually had a pitch out on and then Pitchcom got a throw over. He ended up throwing over. He wasn't sure that it was already two disengagements, but then, so there was some, you know, a little bit issues with, you know, how we, you know, handled that one. Just not having done it a whole lot. Is that the explanation there? Uh, sometimes pitch calm can, you hit a button and it's, it gets a different sign or a different pitch. Um, you know, and this time it was a, it was from a pitch out to a throw over. You hit the correct button, it gives you the wrong call. Just want to be clear. I believe that's what happened, correct. Yep. Did it, what could you have done differently? Because that base was stolen on him, and it seemed pretty obvious that Mitchell was going to go. Well, you know, obvious that pitch, right? So not before, but, you know, he, he kind of played a little possum and then got out there and, and timed it well. And that's what teams are working on now is, is the rhythm of the pitcher. You was quick to the plate. He was quick to the plate all game. It was just more about getting the timing him and getting a running lead and really taking off before he delivered the pitch. If I'm understanding what you're saying, you did not know that he had committed a or that he disengaged. He did not know that he had two disengagements when he threw over the third As time. Later, the umpires were far more demonstrative. Correct. Do Correct. you have an issue with him not knowing or that? Well, that's why waiting. we went out and talked to the home plate umpire, and they were pretty, you know, they they were adamant about that we let him know there were two disengagements already. But you know, when you're you're Pitching in a game like that, you know, you have a certain thing in your head, you have a certain thought, and apparently, you know, didn't know that. You guys did PFPs the other day, um, pretty pretty early for the season. How, how do you feel? Guys are you know settling into knowing that they're going to have to you know be more vigilant this season. Yeah, they know. They know. Got to be quicker. And look, you was quick the basically the entire game. I mean, he's he was in the one twos, one three. Uh, Wilson was one two, one two five, one three every pitch. So. They're very aware of that. There's a lot of timing things now that teams are doing, too, that can turn a 1-3 into a 1-5. Um, but I think what we're trying to do with our pitchers, they're handling it pretty well. On the pitching side, he threw a lot of splitters. Seemed to have a lot yeah. of success with that. Well, he struck out the side and with splits in the first. So, you know, he's pretty aware of what's working on a particular day for him. And he's got so many pitches that, you know, it's it's – with experience and, and what he does. He knows what works with him on a particular day. 12 strikeouts today, only four hits. was really, really good. How many guys have you managed that have a splitter like that or can you, can go to a splitter like that? Like well, when I was managed, when I played in San Francisco, we had a lot. Roger Craig was kind of the split-finger guru, so we had a lot of guys. with Jack Moore is probably the, the best I caught. Um, but his, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, it's not a split sometimes. Sometimes it's a change-up. I mean, he's got a, a lot of pitches that he can go to. The split was, was kind of his thing today. Uh, Skip, uh, early in the first two innings, I believe, three uh, at-bats with runner runner third, less right. than two outs, three straight strikeouts. Um, obviously, turned out to be important at the end of the game. But right. Is there a, an, an approach thing that's not getting those runs home? Is it an execution thing? I think they, he executed well. So, you know, threw us change-ups for, I think, a couple of the strikeouts. And, and he was really good about pushing you away with the cutter and then using the change-up off that kind of in the same lane. So... 
you know, look, we're trying to get a ball out over the plate and get in the air. Uh, it just didn't happen. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from by the clubhouse here at Petco Park as the Padres fall one nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We'll step aside, come back with more. I have some thoughts about uh, what we heard there, the explanation uh, with uh, the disengagement, confusion. There's a couple of thoughts there, and, and to be honest with you, just to preview what I'm going to say, I mean, it's unfortunate all that happened, but the Padres got a score to win the game, and that didn't happen here today. So, and otherwise, a great outing by you, Darvish, here today. So uh, we'll talk about uh, some of that. We'll talk about the offense and more. We'll give out our daily awards, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard as the Padres fall one nothing on this Sunday here at Petco Park. Padres uh, drop three of four to the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll continue to break this one down when we come back on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Here on the Padres Radio Network, final score here today, the Milwaukee Brewers 1 and the San Diego Padres nothing. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Good to have you with us on this Sunday afternoon as the Padres fall 1 to nothing. Brewers take 3 of 4 in San Diego over this weekend. Again, Hugh Darvish was very, very good in this game. I mean, he was great in this game. Seven innings, one earned run given up, four hits allowed, walked to it, struck out 12 100 pitches for you darvish and if it's a little bit later in the year he probably goes a little bit deeper even probably goes back out there for the eighth inning but uh, an excellent outing really from you darvish the problem wade miley was just a little bit better seven scoreless innings four hits allowed walk nobody struck out eight on 89 pitches and we heard from bob melvin before the break explaining what happened there in the second inning with the disengagement violation and some of the confusion that appeared to occur around it. So what what it appears happened was there were, from what I can tell, two issues in that sequence. Number one, that you Darvish wasn't necessarily sure whether his first disengagement was actually, well, I should say his first step off was a disengagement or not. Now, that part of it, and, you know, I, I feel like I've said it a few times. I feel like others have said it a bunch of times. It can be on these pitch clock violations, on these disengagement rules. It can be very difficult because there is no verbal, formal announcement to understand or know immediately from a fan perspective, from a broadcaster perspective, and I suppose at times from a player on the field perspective of what call is what. And it's something we've talked about at times since spring training, about some of the confusion around that. Um, And there appeared to be some confusion on that first disengagement. But then it also appears that, that the Padres were trying to execute a pitch out, and somehow via pitch com, you Darvish received the call to throw over, which he did, and that was his third disengagement. And by rule, because he didn't get... The, the base runner out on the disengagement, it's a, a balk, and uh, the, the runner advances a base automatically. So 
it's unfortunate, and there was a stolen base after that, then the sack fly. It's, I guess, where I come down on it all, it's unfortunate um, that it happened, but it's also, to me, not the reason the Padres lost this game, and also doesn't take away from you, Darvish, who was great in this game and pitched well enough to win. So a weird situation there, and you heard Bob Melvin talk about it and get asked if it's, you know, about them, them these new rules and, and not doing it as much. And, you know, there's a lot of new stuff going on, the rules, the pitch com, all of it. And uh, somehow, some way, there appeared to be some confusion and perhaps uh, a technology issue that led to there being three disengagements and the runner moving up, then the stolen base, and then the run scoring. So that part is unfortunate. There's no blame to be put on anybody. It happened, and it led to a single run. Um, and by the way, I would still love to see just there be clear calls from and explanations at times when we really need it uh, from the umpires, which I'm not the first person to say that. But the biggest part of this game it can't be that that one run on a sack fly. The Padres, you know, didn't score in this game. They had early opportunities. Like we said, runners on first and third, nobody out in the first inning. Runner on third base, one out in the second inning, didn't score, and then had the bases loaded opportunity in the ninth inning against Evan Williams. Count went to three and two on Trent Grisham, and uh, Grisham struck out to end the game. So at the end of the day, to me, we can break down that, that, second inning situation with the disengagement and the run eventually scoring we could break it down for an hour but it's not it was not the most important part of this game because the bottom line is if you don't score you're not going to win so the, the the big thing here today has to be the offense and again you know we wondered if the offense would continue its momentum into today's game after scoring 10 runs on 12 hits and doing such a good job passing the baton yesterday and getting some power and hitting with runners in scoring position and unfortunately that didn't happen into today so again um you know one nothing you're going to look at the offense and uh and uh perhaps be a little frustrated by that today uh that the padres couldn't muster up more uh, against uh, milwaukee starter wade miley and then the bullpen in peter streslecki and Devin Williams. All right, we'll uh, continue on here on the post-game show. We will take some of your phone calls, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973, if you want to get in line. Let's tell you about our home run tally from around the major leagues today. Take a look at who went deep in the majors. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza. Bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the home run hitters here today around Major League Baseball. So far to this point, we still have uh, some action going on the rest of today. 19 home run hitters around the Major League. Some of the guys that have gone deep today. Corbin Carroll, a two-run home run for Arizona. Ozzie Albies, a solo home run for Atlanta. Justin Turner, a two-run homer for the Red Sox. For the Cubs, it was Patrick Wisdom and Cody Bellinger hitting a couple of solo home runs. Gavin Sheets hit a three-run home run for the White Sox. Jake 
Berger, a solo home run. Minnie Pasquincino, a two-run shot for Kansas City today. Chris Taylor, a solo home run for the Dodgers. Tommy Pham, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso all hit solo home runs for the Mets in Oakland today. For the Yankees, DJ LeMayhew hit a solo home run. Bryson Stott, JT Real Muto hit home runs for the Phillies today. For the Cardinals, Lars Newtbar hit a two-run home run. For Tampa Bay, Christian Bethencourt hit a three-run home run. And for Washington, Heimer Candelario hit a solo home run. Luis Garcia, a two-run home run for the Nationals as well. And that is a look at who went deep today. Maybe by the end of tonight, a couple of other names on that list. But a lot of home runs hit today around Major League Baseball. Now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. We take a look at our ace pitcher of the game. And today we will go with you, Darvish, who was really good in this game. Really good. And good enough to win. Seven innings, one earned run given up, four hits allowed. He walked two, struck out 12, 100 pitches even for you, Darvish. 68 of those pitches for strikes. You was classic you today. He did give up the run on the sack fly in the second inning. Ended up uh, being the run that decided this game, unfortunately, for the Padres. Walked a couple of guys after that, gave up a few singles, but did not give up. An extra base hit in this game. You, Darvish, was really good, and it's a continuation of what we saw in the first outing from going, you know, well, I should say from the first outing where the command really wasn't there. He wasn't as sharp as we're used to seeing to the last outing where he was much sharper, dealt with some trouble at times to this outing, which is pretty much the you, Darvish, we saw many nights last year in total command throwing strikes, mixing his pitches beautifully. And uh, you, Darvish, again, uh, seven innings, just one earned run uh, given up in this game here today. It was the sixth time in Darvish's career he's gone seven or more innings and struck out 12-plus while facing 27 or fewer batters. The last time he did that was uh, August of 2021 against Arizona, and he did four. He did that four times during the 2013 season. So uh, good stuff today from you, Darvish. No doubt about that. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with more. We'll tell you about our player of the game, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and much more to come. If you want to call in, you can do that, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. You can also tweet at me at 973thefansd or at SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can find me on Instagram, same handle there, Sammy Lev, and on TikTok, Sammy Levitt. Just add the ITT to Sammy Lev, and you'll find me on there. Again, the final, Milwaukee 1, San Diego nothing. Our postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Postgame show continues on the Padres Radio Network as the Padres fall one to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers on this Sunday afternoon. 
Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Again, the phone number to call if you want to get involved here in our postgame, 833-288-0973. As the Brewers take 3 of 4 from the Padres, Padres drop to 8 and 9, and the Brewers improve to 11 and 5. Milwaukee will head to Seattle for a three-game series there starting tomorrow. Padres welcome in the Atlanta Braves three games in a row monday tuesday wednesday to wrap up this homestand and then they head to arizona on thursday you know just a normal thursday in arizona right no the debut on thursday well not the debut but uh, i suppose you could say something like the re-debut the second debut something like that for fernando tatis jr on thursday who will um Rejoin the Padres on Thursday in Arizona. And I bring that up because if you missed it earlier, and I learned about this live on our pregame show earlier today, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit another home run for AAA El Paso in the Chihuahua's 10-3 loss to the Albuquerque Isotopes in El Paso today. Tatis hitting a home run in the first inning. And Fernando, with that home run, it was his sixth in three games and including the last two games. It went two for five today. So the last three games for AAA El Paso, he's gone 11 for 16 with six home runs. You think he's ready (laughs) to come back to the big leagues? I think so. So Fernando will rejoin this team on Thursday, and if you're on the way home from the game or you're listening at home or you're doing whatever on this Sunday and you're disappointed in what the Padres did offensively today, getting shut out, well, there is a help on the way in the form of Fernando Tatis Jr., who will uh, arrive on Thursday in Arizona and make his 2023 debut. That's not the only other action to tell you about with names you know in the minor leagues today for the Padres Joe Musgrove made a rehab outing with Lake Elsinore he did that against the Inland Empire 66ers Musgrove went five innings four earned runs given up struck out eight six hits allowed walk nobody Musgrove threw 69 pitches 51 of those for strikes and uh I I suppose all in all you just hope that Joe Musgrove is feeling good uh confident about how it went and uh, health-wise and Uh, Certainly stuff-wise feeling good. I don't tend to look a ton into uh, minor league rehab uh, results. I guess maybe that's kind of a, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't totally say that because we've been talking so much about what Fernando's done. But first and foremost for Joe, you hope he feels good. And uh, perhaps that will be the final uh, minor league rehab start for Joe Musgrove before he rejoins the Padres. We'll see about that. I'm sure get more information on that from Bob Melvin tomorrow or in the coming days. But Joe Musgrove going five innings in that rehab start today for Lake Elsinore. So Fernando in El Paso and Joe Musgrove in Lake Elsinore. Uh, the stories on the uh, rehabbing front today for the Padres. Again, the final, Milwaukee 1, San Diego nothing. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you about our player of the game in a moment. But first, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Well, I'll be honest with you. If this were... The Brewers post-game show, you'd have to go with Devin Williams, right? Because it gets out of the bases loaded jam. 
tying run nine feet away, winning run on second base. The count three and two, two outs, as dramatic as it gets in a ninth inning in a one-run game and struck out Trent Grisham looking to end the game, pick up the save. But there was good relief work today by the Padres, so we'll go with the Padres. And Josh Hader, you know what? I give it to him for this reason. A, he continues to really put together stellar work and has been great this season so far. And what he did in the top of the ninth inning, those are big three outs. Those are a big three outs. In a one-run game, you're trying to give your team a chance with Soto, Cruz, Cronenworth coming up in the bottom of the ninth inning, keeping it one run, struck out two, more great work from Hader. So Josh Hader will be our relief pitcher of the game on the Padres side of things. Hader, the scoreless top of the ninth inning, and then Devin Williams, who took over the closer role when Hader got traded to San Diego, secures the save for Milwaukee in the ninth. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game, I'll tell you what, it is hard today to go with anybody on either team on the offensive side when the lone run came on a sacrifice fly. I think, and you know me, we we rarely go over to the other dugout for our player of the game and our awards in general, but we do and we feel like it's necessarily uh, necessary. I think it's got to be Wade Miley today, right? When you look at this game, and the fact that Miley was just a little bit better than you, Darvish. Seven scoreless innings for Miley. Darvish goes seven innings, one run given up, but the one run was the difference. So Wade Miley, who was terrific in this game, seven scoreless innings, four hits allowed, a walk nobody, struck out eight, 89 pitches. He's our player of the game here today. I think he's got to be in this game when you look at it. So Wade Miley, the left-hander from Milwaukee, receives our player of the game. Miley came in at 2.45 ERA in two starts, and one of the things that disappoints you about the offense in this game, and it's something we talked about in the pregame, the Padres' numbers against Wade Miley were really good in their careers. Some really good numbers against Miley. Cruz was 4 for 8 against him in his career coming in. Bogarts, uh, 5 for 15. Carpenter, 6 for 19. Machado, 5 for 16 with a couple of home runs, but uh, it just did not really work out the way you would have wanted as far as doing damage against Wade Miley. Uh, Positives today, offensively, for the Padres. Xander Bogarts had a base hit. He's now been on base in each of the first 17 games of his Padres career. He was one for four today. His average at 354 now in the very early part of this season. Uh, Look, Austin Nola, some positives, had a double in the second inning. Tell you what, he had a really good at bat in the ninth inning. uh, Plate appearance, I should say, in the ninth inning to load the bases now it was ultimately a walk but nola came a foot or two away from maybe winning this game when there were runners on first and second two out against williams in the ninth inning padres down one nothing nola rocketed a ball down the left field line and it just hooked foul to the left of the chalk line down that left field line so um he was really close hit some ball hard uh, hit some balls hard today Uh, So I suppose that could be a a mini positive today. Uh, But aside from that, I mean, you know, on a day where the Padres don't score any runs, they're held to five hits, 
uh, had early opportunities, ended up going over six with runners in scoring position, leaving eight on. On a day you were hoping they could continue the offensive momentum from yesterday, it's hard to find a lot of really big positives, but I suppose uh, Bogarts and Nola looking better. Certainly uh, a couple of uh, mini positives for the Padres offensively here today. We'll step aside, come back with more. Look at the out-of-town scoreboard, wrap things up, get you ready for this series opener against the Atlanta Braves tomorrow here at Petco Park. And if you do want to chime in on the phones, you can do that, 833-288-0973. The phone number again, 833-288-0973. More to come on our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network continues as the Padres fall one to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers here today at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building in downtown San Diego, overlooking Petco Park. A cloudy afternoon. Petco Park has uh, cleared out. Everybody going home uh, to enjoy the rest of their Sunday, but uh, I'm still here giving you my post-game thoughts. If you want to chime in, you can do that, 833-288-0973, the phone number. You can also tweet at me at 973 D or at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V on Twitter. Would love to hear from you on this Sunday. It's another beautiful day for a ball game and Military Sunday at that. San Diego County Toyota dealers are proud partners of the Padres and supporters of San Diego's military community. Thank you to all military members for your incredible service. Milwaukee wins it one nothing over the Padres here today. Brewers, like we said, 11-5 and now. Padres 8-9. and By the way, you got to tip your cap to the Brewers in a way uh, they're playing really well right now and i'll tell you what they're a good team i mean i i really liked what i saw from the brewers they swept the mets uh earlier this season so they've you know done well here against some pretty good teams the early part of this year they've got offense with yelich and adamas and telez and Contreras and um you know some guys uh, some younger guys in the bottom of the lineup that can do some things and um have you know some strengths in that bullpen have good starting pitching, which we certainly saw in this series. Wade Miley's off to a great start this season, really is. We told you he came in with a 2-4-5 ERA. He exits this game with a 1-5-0 ERA in three starts to begin the season. Uh, really, you look at this series, the only guy who didn't have a really good start was yesterday, Freddie Peralta, who gave up five earned runs in five innings. But aside from that, Eric Lauer. On Friday, six innings, one run. Colin Ray on Thursday, five and two-thirds, one run. And here today, Miley with the seven scoreless. You look at the Padres side of things, and there were two really good outings by Martinez and, and Darvish on Thursday and Friday, sandwiched around um, the, the two outings in the middle of this series by Waka and Lugo. But, uh, again, you look at this series, and... Well, let's let's kind of just break it down game by game. Thursday, Brewers win it four to three. You know, Padres tie the game in the eighth inning on the Grisham home run, lose it in extra innings. But you know, the real story on Thursday was against a guy who was just up that day from Triple A Nashville, the former Padre Colin Ray, um, or I should say, uh, uh, former uh, Padre prospect Colin Ray. You know. The, the the Padres um, 
you know, didn't do a whole lot. And they had two swings in that game, the Machado home run, the two-run home run by Grisham. Then the game on Friday where Michael Walker really struggled and, you know, gives up five runs in the first two innings. And in the blink of an eye, you're down 5 nothing. Not much uh, you were going to do about that one. Then yesterday, the offense looks great. And here today, uh, just the offense not doing much at all with no runs on five hits. And when they did have opportunities, couldn't find ways to cash in. So really... Two out of the three losses in this series were, in my mind, winnable games. And, you know, we're waiting right now for this Padres offense to find some consistency. There's been a couple of big days, you know, in the last week. The Sunday in Atlanta was great. Yesterday was great. But the consistency has not been there yet. And I'll keep saying what I've said for a week or two now. It is, you know, what what I always say. I feel like this is my broken record line, that two things can be true at once, that it can be a bit of an underwhelming start for the offense and what they've done kind of day-to-day. They have not had the consistency you want yet. Um, it can also be a sample size of 17 games. This team, no doubt, will get a boost, both talent-wise, energy-wise, everything-wise, because of who he is from Fernando on Thursday. It's something we talked about in the post-game, I think it was yesterday, where, look, I, I, I'm i I'm right there with Padres fans. I hope Fernando shows up on Thursday, and he's everything you hoped he would be when he came back, and he hits the ground running, and he is the 2021 version of Fernando Tatis Jr. from the moment he arrives back in the big leagues. And look, he's doing what he's doing at AAA, maybe he's going to do that. And maybe it's not a typical situation where a guy hasn't played in the major leagues for over a year and there's an adjustment period because he has played so many spring training games now and he has been playing at a relatively high level at AAA. When I mean, I mean he's been playing above relatively high, but again, I, I suppose I mean against good competition at AAA. And by the way, for anybody out there that thinks what Fernando did the last three games is, like, not impressive because it's at AAA, I got news for you. It's really impressive, okay? Guys don't just play at AAA. You have to be really talented to get to AAA. Those are very, very talented baseball players, many of which have been in the major leagues or are going up and down from the major leagues quite a bit over the course of a given season. And I don't care that it's in the hitter-friendly Pacific Coast League to do what he did the last three days, that's really impressive at double-A, triple-A, or in the big leagues. That's my opinion on it. Um, but you don't know what's going to happen when he arrives on Thursday. You know, there there could be an adjustment period. There may not be, but it could take a bit for him to get going again, which would certainly be understandable. The point being, it, it, it can't be all left up to Fernando, even with the other names in this lineup, to arrive on Thursday and everything gets sparked and we see the consistency. It's a very small sample size, but I think over the course of the next three days, you would love to see the offense have a a good few days in a row. That would be great to see because we just have not seen that consistency you'd want even in the early part of this season. So we'll see if the Padres can do that tomorrow. More on tomorrow coming up in just a bit. But first, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Sunday. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. 
take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Sunday. Everything has gone final except for one game. Sunday night baseball. More on that one in a moment. Red Sox beat the Angels at Fenway Park 2-1. Justin Turner hit his first home run as a member of the Red Sox. Nationals beat the Guardians 7-6 in Washington, D.C. earlier today. Yankees beat the Twins 2-0 in the Bronx. Garrett Cole, a complete game two-hitter. He's off to a great start this year. Cole is 4-0 with an 0-9-5 ERA in four starts to begin the year. Very impressive. Garrett Cole. Rays beat the Blue Jays to snap a mini two-game skid for Tampa Bay. They beat the Blue Jays 8-1. The Rays now 14-2. Diamondbacks beat the Marlins 5-0 in Miami. Corbin Carroll hit a two-run home run off Sandy Alcantara in that game. It's been a bit of a rocky start for Alcantara. He's got a 5-8-4 ERA for a few outings to begin his season. Phillies beat the Reds 14-3 in Cincinnati earlier today. The Braves edged by the Royals 5-4 in Kansas City. Matt Olson a two-run triple in that game. Orioles beat the White Sox in Chicago 8-4. Cardinals won it in 10 over the Pirates 5-4. It was the Mets over the A's 4-3 in Oakland in 10. Cubs beat the Dodgers 3-2 in L.A. Cody Bellinger. Hit a home run against the Dodgers in L.A. Cubs win it. By the way, did anybody else see Cody Bellinger rob a home run yesterday at Dodger Stadium and then get booed? <laughs> anyway, Cubs beat the Dodgers 3-2 in L.A. Mariners beat the Rockies 1-0 in Seattle. Jared Kelnick had an RBI single in that game. He's been playing great, the young outfielder who had struggles the first couple of years in the big leagues, but playing a lot better this year. That was the lone run for Seattle. They beat the Rockies 1-0. We had one postponement today. Giants and the Tigers were rained out in Detroit. The makeup date of that one is July 24th between the Giants and the Tigers. And one game in progress. Rangers at the Astros in Houston right now. They are scoreless in the second inning. And that's it for the Major League scoreboard on this Sunday. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. Again, the final here, Milwaukee 1, San Diego nothing as the Padres drop 3 of 4 to the Milwaukee Brewers in this four-game series. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, Padres take on the Atlanta Braves. So, feels like they just played the Braves, and that's because they just did a couple of series ago. And now the Braves come to San Diego. So, you know, it's actually kind of interesting those were such good games in Atlanta last weekend that it kind of is unfortunate that the season series between those two teams are going, it's going to end here on April 19th. It's kind of unfortunate because you would like to see these teams play more and maybe play a little bit later in the year, you know, when pennant races are going on, but hey, schedule's the schedule so it uh, should be a fun series coming up against atlanta another hard series for the padres no doubt about that against this uh, very talented experienced and uh, a world series winning atlanta braves team from uh, a couple of years ago pitching matchup tomorrow on the mound for the atlanta braves left-hander freed and on the mound for the padres it'll be left-hander ryan weathers first pitch tomorrow at 6 40 our pregame coverage here on 97.3 the fan and the padres radio network will begin at 5 40 and certainly hope you can join us for padres baseball tomorrow evening 
Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Brewers, one run, four hits, one error. They left on six. And for the Padres, no runs, five hits, no errors. They left on eight. Winning pitcher was Weed Miley. Seven scoreless innings. He drops the, excuse me, improves to two and one. The losing pitcher was Hugh Darvish, who was really good in this game. A tough luck loss for you. He goes seven innings, just one run given up. It came on a sack fly in the second inning. Darvish drops to 0-2. And the save goes to Devin Williams, his second of the season. Williams almost gave up the lead in the ninth inning. Faced the bases loaded with two men away, but struck out Trent Grisham to end the game. And again for Williams, his second save. Time of game, two hours and 22 minutes. A quick one here in San Diego. And the crowd, the eighth sellout already of 2023 another tremendous crowd 43,875 shout out to the fans they have brought it each and every day here at Petco Park selling out the building on most days terrific great job by the fans again the final score the Milwaukee Brewers won and the San Diego Padres nothing for our great studio coordinator Frank Marchese I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.